See this episode's show notes for our unique promo code to get up to two months of free podcasting service with Libsyn when you sign up for a new account. Get your show on Apple and Spotify. Get helpful stats and all the support you need to sound your very best. This is Jed McKay, and you're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. I am one of your special guest co-hosts for this episode, while our High Priest of Khonshu, Ray, is off on a little sabbatical. Congratulations, by the way, Ray. Congrats, Ray. Yeah, yeah congrats. Yeah. Khonshu has a new acolyte. That's right. <laughs> a new acolyte for Khonshu. I love it. So, uh, I am Justin the Owl. <laughs> Most of you may recognize, and joining me as well is uh, one of my favorite co-hosts, Jack Russell. Give me a keg of beer. Oh, me? Me? Yeah. I know that guy. (laughs) (laughs) How are you, Russell? I'm doing well. I am, obviously, if anybody knows me and my... uh, Moon Knight fandom. I'm especially excited to talk about this issue. Yes, I'm thrilled that you're that you're joining us for this. I was so hoping you could. And we're also joined by two other guests who are also themselves returning alumni to Into the Night. We've got Mario. How how are you doing, Mario? Pretty good. Pretty good. And also Lena. How you doing, Lena? Because I'm living. Hey, pretty good. Good. Yeah, good. Yeah. So glad both of you could join us for this discussion yeah, of it's a late Moon night Knight for me, number but... twenty-five. Late night, yeah. Here, yeah. which coast are you on? I'm on the East Coast. Okay, oh. yeah. So you're on the same time zone as us, yeah. So it's a little late, yeah, but not yeah. too too late. No. Um, that's the first time I've gotten to chat with Mario. I mean, I obviously I hear him on the show all the time, or I uh, they read his feedback all the time. But it's nice to finally uh, chat with you uh, through the internets, Mario. Yeah, definitely, pleasure yeah. to be here. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And what a great occasion that brings us all together—an amazing issue of Moon Knight. We have number twenty-five, a double-sized blockbuster or triple-sized blockbuster i don't even know how long i like that they they on the cover it says enormous enormous yeah (laughs) well it's 81 pages so it's practically a quadruple sized. oh 81 thank you mario yeah i i knew it was a big one but now apart of course some of that is a is a reprint which uh how excited Mm. were you justin that they reprinted one of our favorite stories in the back of this i love that and that that's a piece of that story that usually gets omitted from a lot of the other um, reprints because it's kind Mm. of like the epilogue yeah Uh, so i was very happy to see that yeah yeah that was awesome yeah so let's let's go around and get our initial impressions of the issue um russell you want to start us off what what would you say well okay so you know we really have to turn back the clock to the end of 24 Hmm. when morpheus morpheus uttered those 
famous last words, Black Spectre. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah I, anybody that knows me has listened to my previous appearances on the show or listened to one of my shows knows that the Black Spectre is my all-time favorite Moon Knight villain. I would venture to say that he's the most, well, at least the Carson Knowles version was the most effective Moon Knight villain in the least amount of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but, Very efficient. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm Because uh, Knowles, you know, he appeared in uh, the original Moon Knight 25, one of my all-time favorite comics. Classic. Um, he appeared Classic. in Resurrection War and then God and Country. And mm-hmm. that's it. Um, yeah. And the Resurrection War thing was weird. Like, we can yeah. all kind of agree. <laughs> that was, was weird. It's yeah. really weird. Yeah. Um, so, so, like, we can pin it down to, yeah, two main storylines. Yeah. Lines, yep. Issue 25 and then the God and Country one. And that's, mm-hmm. that's impressive for a villain to have two main stories like that and leave such an indelible impression for almost 40 years. Well, yes, because I think it's because he was super effective. Like he Mm -hmm. brought Moon Knight down like completely. Yeah. He, he destroyed him on every front possible until, you know, he, he took a little fall, Uh, but, (laughs) and then of course we got the, uh, the uh i'm just gonna say it, the shitty black specter um from well, the wannabe yeah, yeah. From, who we see in this issue who we do see in this issue i was yeah. very happy about that just to Me have too. some sort of thread line mm-hmm. um but yeah love black specter so i was very excited for this issue i like i said i think blacks if this is going into what we assume is the end of jed's run mm-hmm. Besides Bushman, who I think even Jed said no one really cares to ever see again, um, Black Spectre was the last heavy hitter that we needed mm. um, from the old rogues gallery. Yeah. Uh, except for maybe uh, Midnight, Midnight, not Midnight Man, but Midnight. Um, oh, yeah. But um, Jeff Wilde, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Unless, of course, we already have. Yeah. Well, oh, ho, ho, ho. But, um, yeah, I mean, super excited. I thought the issue was amazing. Um, you know, I was a little thrown off. I sometimes the flashbacks inside of a story work, Mm -hmm. and sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm a little off put by them, but I thought it worked pretty well here. It was cool to see, um, you know, Mark as a mercenary, um, we ha- we've only seen that a few times in the past, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. And did Marvel totally bait and switch like the the collectors and put Layla's first actual appearance here and market it that it was going to be City of the Dead number oh. one? <laughs> because I, I did they, they did they say it was her first appearance? It it the, really the, the, it seemed like they were pushing it because she's on the oh. well, she's got the variant cover or, or maybe that's a. Her first yeah. appearance as the Scarlet Scare. Yeah, right. Yeah, but right. she was in here. Yeah, um, yeah. I love that. But, that was a nice I mean, surprise. Yeah. I, I, I definitely want to hear everybody else's thoughts, but I loved what they did with the Black Spectre, making him what he's always been, the antithesis of Moon Knight, with his own 
kind of twisted midnight mission uh who yeah. uh is trying to help people that are bad <laughs> but uh and we we got some great moments in this with eight ball and of course zodiac is still involved i'm wondering if the whole zodiac thing is a red herring because i had the theory after the end of the last one that zodiac might be the black specter and it seems like they mm. they're, they're playing that up um mm. with jed you know having zodiac i'm gonna kill the black specter nobody can get to moon knight nobody but me uh I was at first I was a little disappointed that the Black Spectre does not have the classic design, but I understand it is also a we think different Black Spectre. Yeah, we um, don't know who it is yet. Yeah. He has this Darth Vader, Dr. Claw, Baron Karza look to him that's awesome. It's just not, you know. I, I was yeah. glad that the original Black Spectre armor was like his, it was almost like his Khonshu statue behind him. Behind him, yes. That was um, really cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm really anxious to see where it goes. I'm also really anxious to theorize who we think the Black Spectre is. I mm. will say that we saw that Carson Knoll's grave, but we never saw them opening it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I mean I before I like give my final thoughts or anything or get too far into spoilers, I want to hear everybody else's take. So hmm. um yeah. uh, Mario, you wanna go next and give your thoughts? Sure. Um I think what fascinated me the most about this issue were all the connections. Mm. I mean, there are little bits and pieces here that link to the entire run. Man, uh, Mountain Marco shows up again. Yeah. Marsdale shows up again. Marsdale, yeah. Tombstone shows up. Uh, sorry, Jigsaw shows up again. I always get those two confused. It was it was Rampage, wasn't it? The the guy with the drones. Yeah, yeah. It, it, looked like Jigsaw uh, to me. Well, it they, looked like Jigsaw too, but yeah, I... his name the he called him Stuart um clark stewart clark i think that's rampage might be in any case rampage. i believe yeah. the same guy who stole uh moon knight's money money back in the yeah, day yeah 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 we have eight ball come on who, who had a, a redemption of eight ball on their bingo card mm, so good that was great uh and wax so, wax man reappearing oh man yeah reappearing tiger yeah, gets yeah. A, a little throw in all yeah. these little bits and pieces linking together Mm -hmm. I have to disagree, though. I don't think it's a fake out with Zodiac. I'm pretty sure he's not the Black yeah. Spectre because mm -hmm. if you look at the way uh, he's behaved in previous issues, his reaction to no, no, I'm the bad guy, not him, mm -hmm. is very un in character. Right. I can't see him pretending to be someone else. I mean, you're 100% correct. Um I just Plus the way he reacted when when Stephen yeah. was asking him, mm -hmm. you know, are you the Black Spirit? And he just laughed at it in his face. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, no. Kind of <laughs> reminds me a little bit of that the arch uh, the arch nemesis of the hero I'm not supposed to mention anymore. Mm, of course, <laughs> yes. Who also had a sort yeah. of jealousy about no, no, I'm his arch enemy, uh -huh. not these other yeah. guys. Yeah. Has yeah. occasionally gone after other villains because of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now the characters themselves are very different. Um. Dancing around it because I don't want to get bleeped again. 
Well, f- from now on, we will refer to him as the hee hee ho ho man. I have my theories about Black Spectre. I have some obvious theories, some fringe theories, and some way out there theories. But I don't mm. want to get into that uh, until we've gone through more of the issue. So I'm just mm. going to say that I loved how much it tied together. Mm-hmm. This could be an excellent last issue if mm. there was a final battle. Yeah. Right. The fact that that Black Spectre gets away and the battle continues doesn't detract from the fact that this ties in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I forgot to bring up Man Mountain Marco. Man Mountain Marco. Yeah. That's quite such, possibly his last appearance. That's such a running <laughs> running gag on Tomes of Evil. It is. is this, yeah. uh, so, uh, Lena, what did you think? Well, I think Mario pretty much stole a lot of what I was going to say. <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to say a lot too, that I liked uh, the callbacks to a lot of different things in McKay's run and also the, you know, deep cuts of earlier runs too, all the way back to the Mint run, you know. Mm-hmm. They even, uh, they even, we even had an editorial note uh, saying that, uh, it was referring to Marvel Premiere. Yeah. Marvel Premiere issues. Mm. Oh, yeah, that was a yeah. yeah With the mind that. control thing. Mm-hmm. Not to mention a character who was named up from the Mark Spector Moon Knight era. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And nobody remembers him because he was only in, in like three issues and he was a very <laughs> 90s character. Yeah. <laughs> and we saw Frenchie in this issue. We yeah. did. For the first time in a long time. Yeah, I was happy about that. I have thought... too about who uh, who the new Black Spectre is, but uh, I'll save it for later, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I I thought like if this would have been the moment, and maybe we still will at some point, and maybe in another flashback. But I felt like this was the one time that Jed could have just put in a little Bushman cameo and just say, "Oh, he was in here." He was in the series, but he's we don't we're not going to focus on him. They mentioned him, of course, but um, I, I'm I'm okay never seeing Bushman again. I don't know yeah. about you guys, but um, yeah, yeah, I think it's some villains sh- are just overused. Yeah. yeah, I think that ship has sailed. Yeah, uh, Justin, what did you think? I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. Um, it it was it did tie everything together really well and it felt kind of epic in scope like we've got you know moonlight going through this whole gauntlet mm-hmm. with um the dude with the with rampage with the drones with wax man with manslaughter and and uh, man mountain mm-hmm. beating the tar out of him um and he's still and the the great great lines here i mean one of my favorite um bits of dialogue here i've got to get to the page it's when he's talking to um Rampage, mm-hmm. and Rampage has given him a bunch of grief about the fact that he doesn't use guns. Yeah, um, and um, he says, "It's no big mystery, Clark. I don't like who I am with a gun in my hand. Neither will you." I just love that, and that whole page. I mean, that page could go yeah, on. Yeah, that's what I thought too. That whole splash page, was gorgeous. Great. It's yeah. gorgeous. There's some, there's some breathtaking art in this issue too. Oh yeah, the art is just off the chain. Um, yeah. and, and it's uh, both artists too. The the one that, uh, of course, Alessandro and uh, the artist who does the flashback, the cameos. Um, mm. There's actually three stuff. artists. 
Mm. Oh, yes, you're right. Yes. Uh, the bits in the Mermindian are done by another artist entirely named, uh, looks like, uh, v- Martha v- Pratim. Oh, okay. I, I I've heard that correctly. I've heard of oh, them. Oh, and, and Alessandro Vitti did the others. Yes, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And of course, know, you know, Alessandro's in this issue. Always the like the the MVP of this entire series, Rochelle Rosenberg's colors. Yes. Oh yes. I mean, I've I've known many colors colorists over um, my time. I'm actually friends with a couple of them, Mm. but she raised it to a whole new level in this book. Yeah, absolutely. I agree completely, and I hope that she stays, um, even if the creative team changes. for the writer and artist, I hope that she sticks around because that she's yeah. she's very talented and she's left a, a great mark on this book. She's magic. Wait, I, I, Ray has got to get her on this show because yes, yeah, she great. is just incredible. Yeah, um, I'd, love, I'd love to hear her thoughts on working on this book. I would think because we were talking about how this this has lots of threads to the entire series, <laughs> um, and he was mentioned a couple times, but. We never saw like a resolution with Sarnak. I mean, Sarnak obviously um, he surrendered himself to the police and mm. was working with the Black Spectre. It seems, but he wasn't in this issue at all. Like, I, I guess he's just in jail chilling. I don't know, but um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I wonder if they're going to address that in the next next issue. Yeah, maybe he's still out, or maybe he's still mm. maybe he's working from the inside. Or maybe he's mm. just hiding from Moon Knight. Yeah, that's possible. <laughs> well, he'll he'll be gone for another forty years at this point. Um, <laughs> um, what what were some of the things that surprised us about this issue? Eight ball, eight ball, yeah. the redemption with eight ball, definitely. Well, not only the but... redemption, but him uh, rising beyond comic relief. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the whole point of it's like. I was a jet propulsion engineer. Of course, I know how to fly a plane. Mm. <laughs> I used to. I used to fly around a vehicle that looked like a, a eight ball rack. <laughs> pool and ball I used rack. to. I used to beat the tar out of this dude from a sleep dimension or something. You know, yeah. <laughs> this guy with bug eyes called Sleepwalker. But yeah. you're totally right. Um, I think we have slowly. Um, I mean, obviously, the community has become endeared to Eight Ball, but it feels yeah. like this was a natural progression for him to, um, you know, turn good, mm-hmm. at least for now. Um, I'm so glad that Jed did all that, uh, especially talking about you know his his scientific background, because Jed talked to us about that uh, when we chatted with him on Tomes of Evil mm-hmm. and how. Eight Ball's a smart guy. Why in the hell is he robbing, you know, robbing people in a giant eight ball with a pool stick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And exactly. I feel like we have come so far. Uh, issue one, uh, Moon Knight throws eight ball off a building. <laughs> and, right. Yeah. Uh, we, in two years, we've come a long way. Yeah. 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 It's, it feels <laughs> right. And that was like the big like cheer moment of the issue is like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was pretty convenient that eight ball swooped in and saved the day, but it made sense. It made sense. Yeah, definitely. I agree completely. 
Lena, what did what were some things that surprised you about the issue? Well, one thing was uh, with uh, knew ahead of time that there was going to be a flashback with the Karnak cowboys and everything, but mm -hmm. I, I kind of assumed that Bushman was going to be a part of that flashback. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, so was, that kind of surprised me that he wasn't. Not that I was necessarily dis disappointed by it, but it just kind of surprised me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also so I am also surprised because, uh, and you guys might be able to correct me. Maybe I'm getting my um, my wires crossed. Was Randall not also a mercenary with Mark at some point, or was am I making that up? Was Randall Spectre, or were they in the they were in the Marines together? I, I yeah, I think it was more the Marines. I think okay, well. Yeah, I can't remember, but I don't. So the thing I don't that I was thinking that uh, was sort of a retcon was that I'm, I was pretty sure there was one of the other runs that uh, said that uh, Mark met Frenchie while he was with Bushman. Mm -hmm. Right. And here they're saying that they already knew each other before Mark met mm -hmm. Bushman. Yeah. yeah. Okay, just doing a quick Google because I'm fairly good at research. Uh, they were, in fact, mercenaries together, but it's necessary they are together all the time. Right. Um, okay. At one point, um, they had a falling out because of an assignment in Italy, mm -hmm. and uh, they went their own ways. At some point, the chronology, of course, is incredibly vague, so we don't know if it was before <laughs> this has ha happened or after it happened. Mm -hmm. But um, the fact that uh, Mark is in Egypt. And you kind of get the feeling that he goes from what we see in this issue to working with Bushman. Mm -hmm. In fact, this may be fairly close to his origin. Mm, yeah, right. I can't really say for certain, but you know, you get the feeling that it's like circling a couple of years, anyway. minimum. Yeah, it's yeah. circling the the moment that he finds mm -hmm. the tomb. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, that suggests that all of his backstory with his brother and them working in the CIA happened before this mm. Mm. yeah yeah well justin what surprised you uh definitely the flashback seeing frenchie and the the other guy and and layla like that was that was a big surprise i thought oh wow i thought this was going to be like something covered in city of the dead or something like that mm. but no we're seeing it here okay cool no that was a great surprise um and also seeing um man Man Mountain Marco. I was like, oh my god, there he is with some cybernetic eyes. To I love it. That is the best. And, yeah, and I he, thought he'd be getting cybernetic eyes at some point. Yeah, yeah. 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 And well. he, he laid into Moon Knight too. He got some mm. hits in on him. The chainsaw. Yeah. yeah. After after Moon Knight broke his nose, I was thinking uh eventually he's gonna need a whole cybernetic face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he said, "By node, by node because by node. <laughs> uh, that's another um, a great bit of dialogue that I loved at the end of that particular fight. Uh, he said, uh, Marsdale might live, maybe you will too, but back in the Myrmidon, I made you a promise, Marco. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I love it. That's the Moon Knight I love right there. Oh. Perfection, chef's kid. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, the things that surprised me, uh, I wasn't expecting to see Hydra. 
Oh yeah, yeah, that, that was good. I just kind of, I was just like, oh, uh, okay, Hydra's in here. Um, and, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and a little yeah, coming back. Looked like he had had a run in with Logan, Logan at some point. Mm, yeah, the three slashes down the face. Yeah, Barlovino soldier was flying the plane. <laughs> that's true that's true yeah. it would not shock me at this point Yeah. Um, although the timing is probably a little bit wrong, wrong considering how far long ago that was mm-hmm. but um, actually one of the uh, fun bits about that flashback and I, I suppose this is a good time for it is um, when the Karnak Cowboys and it's not that great name uh, were, were doing their mission they had code yeah. names Mm-hmm. And these code names were from the tarot. And just for my own amusement, I dug up what those cards mean. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you the very, very brief, because you can talk about tarot for hours. Right. Uh, Mark's code name was Temperance, which means, according to the classic work, economy, moderation, frugality, management, and accommodation. Mm-hmm. It's also reversed. We'll, we'll leave those out. Meanwhile, Lena was... Son. The sun, yeah, material happiness, fortunate marriage, contentment, which mm. is interesting. Mm. Um, then we had uh, Dr. Plesko as the tower, misery, distress, indigence, adversity, calamity, deception, ruin basically, disaster. Mm. Hold that in your head for a little bit. Yeah. And finally, Frenchie was the devil, which is violence, vehemence, extraordinary efforts, force. That was predestined, but is not for, for this reason evil. Hmm. Which does so, track with the Frenchie of that era. Right. Uh, so, uh, so the fact that Dr. Plesko was assigned the tower. I, cool. I see where you're going with this, Mario. I, yeah, I mean, it, 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 at this point, like I said, I have like four different theories for who Black Spectre could be in uh, various levels of belief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we should and, just get into that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's talk about who we think Black Spectre is. Go well, for it, Mario. Uh, I have to say that my leading candidate. Is still Doctor Plesko, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, for the simple reason that this comics. If you don't see a body, <laughs> <laughs> and also in this issue, he talks about wanting. To, uh, Black Specter talks about wanting to kill Doctor Plesko before uh, before your uh, before your eyes, but he didn't. He blew him up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So that uh, throw uh, throw that into the idea that his code name uh, symbolizes calamity and disaster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a po- it's a strong possibility. I, I think you're yeah, that's pretty well, good. That point. being said, the dialogue in this issue itself suggests Frenchie as a candidate, mm-hmm. even though it makes no sense whatsoever based on where Frenchie last was. Uh, they use they use a very similar uh, quote in uh, this issue. Mm-hmm. Now, it's a very common quote. I've used it myself. But the fact that they both use the, uh, speak of the devil 
and they shall appear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. either a huge hint or a huge red herring. I can't red tell. Herring, which. Yeah. You would yeah. think you'd be able to tell if it was Frenchy, though, because yeah. uh, out of out of anyone on the planet, like he would know that that's like yeah. And he doesn't sound like this. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, That's just, just it. Sound, He's not just talking in the accent. So who knows? Uh, and, you know, wild card suggestions would be uh, Jeff Wilde, because, mm -hmm. frankly, everyone else has shown up. And he does have a bone to pick with uh, Mark Spector. Mm -hmm. And just because he hasn't shown up again, uh, shown up recently, why not throw Rutherford Winner into the, into the mix? Rutherford Winner. Who is in the set issue, but only in the past. Mm. So, mm -hmm. but he's he's the he's the way out candidate. Mm. Um, well, I have a pretty way out there candidate too, but um, hit me okay. up. Yeah, what is it, Russell? I don't think this one is feasible at all because, I mean, it's so like it's such a deep cut, mm -hmm. and especially because I'm pretty sure this character is dead. Uh, why can't it be Carson Knowles' kid? Oh. Oh, yeah. I thought the son was dead, though, wasn't he? He, he was, uh, like, the mother... I'm pretty sure the mother called him and told him that his kid was dead. What yeah. if she lied? Oh, okay. Yeah, but, well. you know, and this is comics. Nobody stays dead. That's, um, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't think of anything that would rule it out. Yeah. yeah. That's that's interesting. Because the son I, of Carson also, yeah, yeah. I can't even. I, there was something in the dialogue with Black Spectre, and especially the fact that he has. Did I freeze up? Did I freeze up? Look, Just for no? a second, you're all right. Um, yeah. you're the fa the fact the the main thing that pointed me to that is why would he have the original Black Spectre's armor? Right. Yeah, yeah. And why how, would it, how did he get it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and why would it be back there like in like an effigy, like a, a monument, like yeah, yeah. Um a religious a religious thing, yeah, yeah. So maybe it's the sun. Um I I I I don't think that is entirely possible, but or plausible, I guess. It is possible, but I don't know if it's plausible. Um I also had the the idea that it was Dr. Plesko. Um, I think that would be kind of boring, though. I mean, I, I feel like we don't really know this character. I don't think it would have a whole lot of a, a punch to it. Um, mm -hmm. But that at, the, at the same time, that's what kind of made Zodiac fun, is that this was a character that appeared in like five comics. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think those were the two that I was bouncing around. I'm still not convinced it's not Carson. Mm -hmm. um, um, obviously, we've seen the grave. Uh, some of the dialogue, it seems like it's not him because, you know, but I don't think he's ever come out and said is like, I'm not the original Black Spectre or I'm not the new Black Spectre. I'm whatever. And I do find it very or, um, interesting that the second Black Spectre is uh, is a part of his um, what do you call it his his web, if you will. Right. 
Yeah, he didn't just kill him and be like, right. yeah, I'm the Black Spectre. Which yeah. I thought Mr. Knight killed him in the Ellis run, but I guess he survived. So um, I, rem- for some reason, remembered him getting blown up by a car. But That's what I thought, too. But I um, guess Well, the uh, panel uh, where they flash back to that issue, essentially, right. redraws it, is in that issue i mean mm. it's completely redrawn but he does manage to crawl out of the car mm. bleeding heavily so i see the yeah. idea that he was able to survive is not beyond the realm of possibility i mean uh, mr knight just sort of mocks him and saying you know i don't want to be loved that's why i always win and walks away mm-hmm. he doesn't finish him off in any uh real fashion so you know Passing cop could have uh, picked him up and, you know, after he was patched up, you know, sent him off to jail. Mm-hmm. So it's not beyond the normal possibility. It's a bit of uh, unexpected survival because, yeah, you know, when you, when you if you crawl out of an exploding car, you tend not to last that long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. gonna leave you, leave you with some marks afterwards. And uh, he. Uh... Moon Knight said he's uh, able to eat solid food again. <laughs> kind of. Mostly. Yeah. Kind of. Uh, but, uh... I thought that was interesting because earlier in the, in the issue, um, when Moon Knight was talking to um, Ball, he said something about this will be the third Black Spectre I put down, which kind of makes it sound like Moon Knight thought he was the second one was dead also. Mm-hmm. But then oh. I guess there's more than one meaning of put down, I guess. Right. Well, he he's probably just talking about how he uh, he killed Carson like three times. No, I'm kidding, but he <laughs> he did kind of. Um, I'm just one more one more thing that I just want to add to the fact to the thing that it could be Carson Knowles still. Again, this is comics characters. Unless you're uh, Uncle Ben, you don't <laughs> stay dead forever. Sure, um, yeah. Is and this is probably nothing. But when issue 24 came out, I tweeted Jed and I referenced an, a running gag that uh, Jed had with us on Tomes of Evil where uh, he said, well, how is the Black Spectre going to come back? Is he going to stick his thumb in his mouth and blow himself back up? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I I tweeted Jed. I was like, well, looks like somebody stuck their thumb in their mouth and blew <laughs> <laughs> themselves back up sent back a, and he just sent back oh you froze up Russell I think we lost of him winking oh you fro- you froze up Russell yeah we didn't hear what you- what he said for the reply afterwards Russell, can you hear us? You still there? Uh oh, he might be having connection issues. Well, while he reconnects, <laughs> um, uh, I did. I, I did allude to a, a, a really deep cut from the Mark Spector Moon Knight run, which is uh, Moon Knight name dropping Dead Zone. Oh, Dead Zone! Yes, Dead yeah. Zone. Who actually has a, a bit in common with uh, 
manslaughter Marsdale in, in the fact that they neither, neither of them can feel pain. Mm, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I actually of course, didn't remember who that was. I was like, who the heck is Dead Zone? I had to look him up. He only appeared in about a half dozen issues of uh, Mark Spector Moon Knight. First appeared at the, at the end of issue 46. Didn't really do much of anything until 48 and 49. Um, yeah, wasn't he the dude that was on death row? They were going to electrocute him, and then he got better. Happened. He got better, yeah. As, and as got a whiff because nineties. I mean, well, if yeah. you look at the character design, it's just oh. plain ridiculous. You all right, Russell? You fixed your? I don't know. Okay, you're I think you're nice. back to yes. You're back to normal see, now. Stuck my, <laughs> my thumb yeah. in my mouth and blew myself back up. Yeah, you're not doing the max headroom thing anymore. So I think anyway, right. continue. Yeah, I just wanted to basically fill time while you reconnected. Uh, so you're discussing uh, uh, tweeting Jed about Black Spectre. Yeah. yeah so what, uh, what, what did he say for a reply? Uh, he just sent a gif of him doing a winky face, like. Oh, nice. And uh, <laughs> I mean, that's probably nothing. That's probably just like, yes, it's an acknowledgement that it is a Black Spectre. But right. Um, yeah, if I had to bet money, I would say that it is a new black specter mm -hmm. altogether but in my heart of hearts i want it to be carson because mm. that's the man that broke moon knight the best <laughs> he was also the coolest looking he looked like a conan villain for god's sake <laughs> <laughs> totally yeah well here i'm not saying this is the case but here's here's uh throwing it out just because it's just crazy enough for jed to do it mm. what is the new black specter is bushman Mm. I, you know, the, the first when I first saw him in that armor and that page, where he was talking about welcome to his version of the Midnight Mission, that was the first thought that I had. I was like, that almost looks like Bushman, like the pose and everything, the just the way that he was sitting in the chair is very Bushman. Well, it's also very like, Mr. Knight. I mean, it's clear the, parallel to the, uh, the right. opening of issue number one. But but I thought, no, that can't be. That can't be Bushman in that armor. That can't be. I'd say he's he's way uh, you know I'd I, I say the odds of him, of him being Bushman are pretty uh, low. Yeah. I'm st I'm still putting my money on Plesko, mm -hmm. but I'm I'm perfectly willing to be proven wrong because Jed's pretty much the only comic book writer out there who can still surprise me. Yeah. Mm. Well, Lena, do who, do you have any thoughts about who the new Black Spectre might be? Um. Yeah, my main theory was Plesko also because mainly because of the fact that um. He knew about the Karnak Cowboys, and then also that mm -hmm. quote at the end that Mario had mentioned about the uh, speak of the devil, and he shall appear. Yeah. Exactly. Because. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, it seems like it's saying that, you know. Yeah. And, um, and also, I just don't want it to be Frenchy. <laughs> yeah, I don't want it to be I mean, Frenchy either. Frenchy yeah, yeah. has had a beef with Mark, but I don't think he would like. You know, that far to try to destroy him and, and no. be that evil. You know, no, right. he wouldn't go. He wouldn't go on a rampage, killing the shadow cabinet and doing all this stuff. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I think I, it's either Plisco or it's Jeff Wild. Like, I kind of want it to be Jeff Wild, to be honest with you, because yeah. I really like that character, and I feel like we haven't seen enough of him as a recurring Moon Knight nemesis. How do we know it's not Eight Ball, and that's the big scam? <laughs> Um, oh, because I believe, don't uh, we hear a black talking while could have been a recording? 
<laughs> he could have he could have jigsawed it he could have had like tapes set up all over the place and he's like play me uh no i don't i don't actually think it's eight ball speaking of eight ball i, I didn't know about uh the thing you mentioned about the, the hovercraft in the shape of a, a pool mm-hmm. ball rack i was like yeah man no, i'm gonna yeah. have to look up that issue now Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sleepwalker number two. It's you sleepwalker number two. <laughs> <laughs> and of of all villains to actually to you introduce a new a superhero onto the comic book uh, page, and eight ball kicks your ass. You yeah. know that you're 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 struggling. You're struggling. Um, there's, there's nowhere to go but up from there. How do we know it's not the Green Goblin? I guess he's coming back now, so I'm kidding. Again, oh, is I, he? Oh. I'm just being delirious now. Um, there was one interesting bit about uh, Black Spectre at the beginning of the issue. Uh, he talks about the Chapel Perilous and the Midnight Chapel Nation. Chapel Perilous, yeah. It's very Knights Templar, but I'm not going to get into that. Uh-huh. But, he, uh, but he doesn't ask, uh, he doesn't help people. Mm-hmm. He exchanges favors. Right. Mm-hmm. See, if he was just Mr. Knight, but helping villains, that would be one thing. Hmm. But his help is transactional. You do something for me. Yeah. Uh, I do things for you. You do something for me. Right. Now, he's not doing it out of any uh, sense of altruism, he's Mm -hmm. doing it to gain an advantage. Mm -hmm. The guy who he um, helps at the beginning of the issue. Is a security guard who starts the um, evil noise at the uh, the rave. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you know he's he's uh, a whole different kind of uh, approach, Mm -hmm. masquerading as being oh just an evil midnight mission. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's definitely he so far he's he's worked very differently than the Carson Knowles Black Spectre, and I think that's another um, hint that it's not him mm-hmm. uh, because Carson was very hands on. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah um, other people doing his work for him. He went out and did he, it himself. I mean, he had he had henchmen that he called the ghosts, which it's funny that oh, right, he yeah. calls himself a ghost at one point. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Black Spectre, his whole thing was that, okay, I'm this badass dude with a mace at night and I'm a political uh, puppet master during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why I always thought that Black Spectre was like, um, he was the perfect villain that they could have done in the MCU because yeah. of the political climate that still happening sure um but yeah he's he he's more of a puppet master um Mm -hmm. pulling the strings and he definitely looks like he could he could hold his own in a fight he's a big dude but uh yeah master is philip masters isn't it The, the best highest of any supervillain. Yeah. 
Anyway, I think he's tied up with FF right now. <laughs> I just thought of a crazy uh, theory, you know. At the beginning of the two, it says, uh, it says that uh, all he asks in return is your soul. Maybe it's Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> That's one nemesis that Moon Knight needs, Mephisto. Yeah. Maybe it's Ethan Hawke. Oh, uh, it could be. Um, he already had Mephisto as a as a nemesis once already. The whole Age yeah. of Conchu oh. thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I try to oh. forget about that one. You know. <laughs> I think I think a lot of people want to forget about that one. Yeah, I try to block that one out. The best thing I can say about Age of Conchu is that it gave us this run. Yes, yes, that's the silver lining. There's always a silver lining, and that was it for this. Yeah, a dead and silver lining. <laughs> Oh, come on. You guys know. <laughs> That's a good one, Mario. <laughs> well, um, what else do we want to talk about this issue? Um, Justin, did you give your thoughts on who you thought it would be? Well, I, I think, yeah, it's either Plesco or, or Jeff. I want it to be Jeff Wilde. Like, that's kind of who I'm hoping it is. But I kind of think that it is Dr. Plesco. My money's on Ray. <laughs> that's where he is that's where he's yeah been this whole that's time. what he's been doing yeah he's betraying he's betraying the name of Khonshu yeah and uh he's joining the up, uh what was it called what was it called the uh the um, chapel perilous yeah perilous yes that's so cool that's i love so cool. that i, love I that. mean um but yeah what else do we want to talk about well, there's I the backup story, the, uh... um, which oh, sorry, is Mario. a lot more than I expected, What's but uh, still a good story. Yeah, the that backup story is one of Justin and I's favorites. We both ranked it in our um, top five mm. Moon Knight stories. It was number one for you, right, Justin? Yeah, absolutely. That is my favorite. Um, the only time Randall Specter was cool, and it wasn't even him, apparently. Um, no, it was him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was him. I don't care what that foolishness says. Yeah, I, I, I try to forget that anything Mark Spector Moon Knight did. Um, well, that, that story in particular, I just, mm. uh, but uh, you know yeah, uh, that whole Mark Spector Moon Knight run, I always call it uh, Mark Spector. I'm in deep denial yeah. <laughs> because of the fact that the whole run didn't really reference his DID at all. Yeah, mm. at all. In yeah. almost 60 issues. Yeah, yeah, there's not barely any reference at all. Yeah. Hey, it, it had Hobgoblin and Doctor Doom in it, so that's it <laughs> yeah. is what it is. Um there were some good issues in that run, don't get me wrong, but on the whole, yeah, it's it, yeah. Anyway. Well, if you want to talk DID, what do you think of Steven's scene in this issue? Yeah, yeah that was one thing I wanted to talk about actually. Um because it was it's about the only DID reference in the in the issue. <laughs> Yeah, but, um, yeah, I thought it was interesting that. Uh, well, first of all, I almost forgot that uh, I was like, "How does Zodiac know about Stephen?" And then I, I remembered, "Oh yeah, Stephen is the one that saved uh, Mark from saved him from being killed by Mark in the first place." Yeah. <laughs> now apparently he was doing it again. <laughs> and uh, him him talking about Mark. Uh, um. That, Telling, telling Stephen to kill him from inside his head. It kind of reminded me of a faceless Bushman punch you, you know. Mm. Kill him, do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Make I myself look like, the... like Tigra. <laughs> <laughs> I did sort of like the idea of Stephen Grant playing a profiler role. And yes, that's a reference mm. to an earlier mm. one. But, uh, you know, the idea I can read people in the interrogation room as well as I can in the boardroom. That's a yeah, great and I line. thought that made a lot of sense because even as far back as the Mench run, uh, Stephen was always psycho psychoanalyzing everybody. There was a scene in one of the Mench uh, issues where Stephen was kind of going on and talking to Marlene about mm -hmm. the differences between himself and Jake and Moon Knight and mm -hmm. and how he, he was even analyzing how Marlene feels about about him and you know mm -hmm. but telling her that she was lying to him about how, how she really felt and that kind of thing. The idea of Stephen Grant taking the detective role, I think, has a lot of potential. Mm, um, you know, we, you've got Mark to do the punchy, hitty stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, Jake uh, does the intelligence gathering primarily. Yeah, he sort of wanders out and um, gets. What's that line that Judd uses? Um, Stephen makes money. Jake <laughs> makes friends. Mark makes bodies. Yeah. Since they've kind of moved away from the um, whole millionaire thing, mm -hmm. uh, having Stephen be the one who makes deductions mm. is a, an equally valid interpretation of him. Yeah. A moment that I really picked up on, and I, I think this is um, thanks to, you know, having a lot of chats with Lena is that when Zodiac is like throwing a fit, like, I'm going to kill him. He's like, I'm going to get you, Moon Knight. And Steven's like, Steven, not yeah. not Moon Knight. Yeah. Steven. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. That made me um, happy. Yeah. 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 The whole thing with uh, Zodiac uh, writing his name in blood and signing it with <laughs> dotting the heart, eye with a heart. That kind of made me think uh, a very Deadpool of him. Mm -hmm. very <laughs> also, a, a, a very Deadpool would do. A very he he ho ho man thing yes. to do. Yes. Um, yeah. But <laughs> he was just missing a crowbar <laughs> and <laughs> some chattering teeth. And <laughs> um, Ray's going to kill us. He's going <laughs> to. Never out to host ITAN, you guys. There's too many of the references to that other guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, uh, you know, we're coming up on an hour here, and I know Mario, you said that you could only do about an hour, so maybe we should start wrapping up here. Um, yeah, what are our predictions for the next issue for number 26? I predict it'll have something to do with Hunter's Moon and Molite. Uh, Molite. Mm. <laughs> well, I think Hunter's Moon is on the cover, so I think that's a good call. <laughs> um, and some I'm... Moloids, too, I think. <laughs> Why well, have the was... Moloids been showing up in everything? <laughs> I don't know, but I love it. Black Spectre is Mole Man? No, I don't think so. Oh, oh can uh... you imagine? We see Gigantor tear up through uh, through the Midnight Mission. Mm. Well, um, I was talking about this issue with a friend of mine, and he mentioned to me something that you know sort of clicked in my head, which is Jed has tied up most of the loose ends of, of the this issue, except for one. Mm -hmm. What happened? To, what's going to happen about Kanju? Mm, yeah, true. and I'm I, I'm ninety percent certain that the next 
arc, which may very well be the final arc, mm -hmm. it's going to be less about defeating Black Spectre and more about coping with the Conchu situation. Because that's mm -hmm. the one bit of business that hasn't really been addressed. Now, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, we know there was something unusual about Hunter's Moon's last resurrection. And it's possible it's going to be addressed in this issue before uh, we get deeply into the weeds on the last days of Moon Knight. Mm -hmm. Which I think is a lot better name than Night's End, because frankly, that reminds me of, you know. Um, but <laughs> I, it almost feels like that would be too easy. Mm -hmm. Just have mm -hmm. Kanchu be taken care of it in uh, one issue story involving Moloids. <laughs> so, if I was going to make a prediction of what was going to happen next, that's where I put my money. Kanchu mm. must be dealt with. Yeah. One way or another. I like and that. how that affects Moon Knight's future, well, that mm -hmm. just remains to be seen, doesn't it? Mm. Right. Well, I don't know what's going to happen in the next issue, and I'm I think that's a cool thing that I don't really know what to expect. Mm. It's going to be what nice I surprise. what I do think is that because we know we know it's official now. The death of Moon Knight is coming. Yes, it's and, been announced. Yep. Um, as Rocky uh, the Flying Scroller will put it again, that trick yeah. never works. Yeah. <laughs> this time for yeah, it's sure. Kind of like saying the death of Phoenix, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I I just I just figure that um Hunter's Moon's gonna be Moon Knight for a while. It's gonna be it's gonna be Asriel. It's gonna be Asriel yeah. all over again. Yeah, maybe, um, yeah. Well, all I can say about that is that with the exception of the last issue, uh Moon Knight's been a top twenty five book for its entire run. Mm. It's often been mm. in the top twenty. A couple of times it's been in the top 10. Yeah. In this market, that's insanely good. Mm -hmm. You know, in some, most books, they start up, you know, they start, you know, in the top five and they end up in like the 80s by the, by this point. Right. So right. I can't think that, well, this might be the death of Mark Spector, that it's the end of the book. Mm hmm. I don't know if they're going to this if there's going to be an issue thirty one or if there's going to be a relaunch. I'm hoping that Jed's still on the book. Mm -hmm. But I'm almost positive that the book's going to continue in one form or another. Mm -hmm. It's too good not to. Right. Yeah. I can only think of two Marvel comics that have in the last few years gotten to fifty. Uh Captain Marvel just did it recently. Mm. And then Immortal Hulk. Um, mm, I'm, yes. I'm probably I'm probably missing something, but those are the two that I think of. I thought there was uh, a Spider-Man one, that, but maybe not. Well, I think that they cheated on that one. Um, oh, I probably. Yeah. I think they renumbered Re or renumbered something. It. Yeah, but, okay. um, I thought one of them got to fifty. But you're not. probably right. Um, <coughs> yeah i i I don't understand if a book is selling. Why I I and I do understand they want that number one uh, on the shelf so people more people will buy it. But if a book's selling consistently well, you don't need to relaunch it. Um, you right. know I, I see. I'll, you know the um, let's just say the less than um, 
We'll just say the shitty part of our fandom. I always say, I, I, I've seen, I've, I've seen so many people like, oh my god, they have rebooted Carol Danvers' book so many times, ten times in the last ten years. She's such a failure. They just got to keep doing it. How many fucking times have they rebooted Spider-Man? Yeah. How many? True. How many number ones does he have? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's only one reason why I can see they'd cancel a book that sells this well. And you kind of alluded to it um, when you talked about Immortal Hulk. Immortal Hulk ended not because poor sales. It ended because Al Ewing told the story he wanted to tell. Yep. Right. Yep. And if Jed feels like the story that he wanted to tell was 30 issues long, then I could see them canceling the book and relaunching it with somebody else later. I'm hoping that's not the case because I love his writing. Mm-hmm. But too, I yeah. can't exactly, you know, blame him for not wanting to drag things out past their sell-by date. He also has a lot more on his plate now. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Avengers, he, he has definitely Doctor become strange. My, yeah. yeah. Jed's definitely become my my favorite Moon Knight writer for sure. And mm. uh, but at the same time, like uh, like I agree with you. If if he's if he's told the story that he intended to tell and he feels like he's done. Then that would be would be a perfect time for him to wrap up his run on it, and then maybe he'll come back in a year or two after he's done with something else and and do another run on the on the character. It'll be like a return to Moon Knight, like that would be great. So yeah, I'm I'm fine with whatever. I'm I trust that Marvel will will put our 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 Moon Knight in in good hands, uh, both with the with the writing and with the art. If uh, Alessandro Capuccio moves on, yeah. You know, I, I'm I'm faithful that they'll they'll pick a, an artist that can fill those shoes because those are mighty big shoes to fill as well. Well, Federico did a good job. Federico yeah, he did. Yeah, and the the artists on this uh, issue did a great yes. job as well. But both of the artists on this, the other two, uh, the other Alessandro and and the other one, yeah, fantastic, excellent. Yeah, I would I would watch. I would uh, read anything that they had done. Yeah. Is that the hee hee ho ho man? Oh, that's my. Uh, can you hear that? That's my uh, my bird clock. <laughs> uh, well, I, I I think we should uh, we should wrap up here. Um, that's a good that's a good uh, signal for us to stop. Yeah, Mario, do you have where where can people find you? Do you have anything to plug? What I'm, I'm just an, I'm just a fan. Uh, you can find me on the Facebook group. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lena? Um, yeah, there's, there was one more thing I wanted to mention, if, if that's all right. Oh, yeah, yeah. go right ahead. Um, I just wanted to talk real briefly about the part where um, where A-Ball was saying to Mark, uh, sometimes it's just easier to be the guy everyone thinks you are, you know? And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I and like Mark was like, I, I do. And yeah. I was just going to say that's something that I think pretty much every DID system can relate to, I think. Because... Mm-hmm. Um, we all, you know, try to hide who we are to, to try to appear to be normal and try to appear to, be, you know, to everyone to be one person because we don't want to go around telling everybody our about our DID and having to explain it to people and however everybody look at us weird and and treat you differently. Afraid of us or pity us right. or whatever. You know, so. they, they look at you or treat you differently. Everybody wants you to conform. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that you just you can't do that. 
yeah. Oh it's, yeah, that really hit me hard because um, mm. we're, you know, I'm I'm pretty open about my DID on online, but um, in my personal life, we're not nearly as open, and so mm. yeah, that that is something that uh, kind of uh, resonated. It's yeah. tiresome after a while that having, yeah. to, having to hide who you are. Oh yeah, yeah, we keep that. Yeah. Uh, and that was a great interaction between eight ball. Yeah. I love that piece of dialogue for sure. And I encourage anybody uh, to join our uh, discord or Facebook group. And I mean, Lena, you do a great whole little, uh, or are they called channels that channel in our, yeah. in our discord all about <laughs> understanding DID. Uh, I think you do great work there. Yeah. Thanks. Absolutely. Yes, for sure. Yeah, if anybody has any questions for me about DID, don't hesitate to ask. In there. And uh, Justin, you think we could really quickly plug all of our hundred and fifty-five thousand shows? Or, uh, uh, I don't know. What do you think? The one that's been in the works for about a year and a half. Yes, it's yeah. almost done. The Lost I, Library of Legends. I'm glad. Fun. I'm glad that Lena's been on you about that one. Yeah, because I, I need I need people to keep on me about that. It's important. <laughs> Yes. Well, actually, in lieu of doing all of our mini plugs, which I'm sure will be in the show notes, I'm just going to leave you all with this. Batman. <laughs> Bat <laughs> Bat no, 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 no. <laughs> Ray's going to kill you, Russell. <laughs> why, so, why so serious? <laughs> this podcast needs an enema. <laughs> I, guess, I think Ray's been using Brand X. <laughs> you need Smile you need X. Chill Ray. Out. You need Smile X, Ray, because you get a, a grin again and again. again and again. <laughs> Bob Gunn. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think we need to end on that. Batman. <laughs> well can i say it yeah thank you all for coming and may country watch over the denizens of the night yes good job mario thanks everyone we'll see you, you next time when we cover city of the dead number one bye, bye everybody bye, bye. Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.